I wanted to share a quick story with you uh, as a lead-in for, we're, we've got this series called uh, Translating God, and this is based off of Sean Bowles' book. Uh, we kind of borrowed it from Sean, um, and I would highly recommend that you read that, but um, about maybe, I don't know, five years ago, we, we set off and I read this book called um, Treasure Hunting, and so um, in, the, in this treasure hunting book, that, you know, you sit down with a group of people and you pray and ask God where he's directing you, and you write down, you know, like a place, you write down a name, you write down what they're wearing, and then you write down a need, and so um, a bunch of us got together, Wally was one of them, Jonathan and I, and Wally, and it was Anita, and I think this day Anita didn't show up, so it was just the three of us guys together, and we, we sat down, and we prayed, and, and um, you know, it wasn't like, you know, we sat there and like sought the Lord for two hours. We just got together and said, okay, what are we going to do? And we just, we said, let Holy Spirit come. Show us where you want us to go and what you want us to do. And so after about maybe sitting there for two se- a few seconds with our eyes closed, we nonchalantly took out our little cue cards. And the th- first thing that pops in my mind is Kroger. So I write down Kroger. And then I'm like, okay, Lord, what's the, give me a name. And the, the name that pops into my mo- head is David. And so I write down the word David. Just, just, I mean, it's just, just that simple. And then the next thing that pops in my mind is, okay, what are they wearing? And this time I see something in my mind. I see, I see this, like, kind of red shirt. And I notice that the person's got a ball cap on. It's like a ball cap. I see a red shirt and a ball cap in my mind's eye. You know what I mean? It's just that's all I see. So I write that down. And then the next thing I'll go, well, Lord, what's their need? And... Um, Fear of the future just kind of runs into my mind. Fear of the future. So I write that down. Put the card in my back pocket. And we're like, okay, well, where are we going to go? Well, I was like, let's go to Kroger. So we go to Kroger. And, we're, and you know, I, the one thing, we talked about this with faith and, and walking with God and what it's like. And it feels like you're on this limb that's about to fall, all right, to break. I mean, you know what I mean? You're on this, like, this weak little limb. And, and it's just like you feel like you're just, this is going to be a train wreck. That's what faith feels like. That's what walking with God, we just have to like get comfortable with that. Because when you, if you start feeling like that, you feel like this is a train wreck, you feel like this is going nowhere, this is awful, it, God's probably in the middle of that. <laughs> that's right where God's at. And so anyways, that's how we felt. And we're like, oh my gosh, we don't know what we're doing. Why are we going to Kroger? So we go to Kroger, and we're like, well, I get a coffee. I mean, the Starbucks is right there. I'll grab a coffee. So I grab a coffee, and we're kind of just, you know, mingling and talking a little bit, and we're looking around, and I'm going, well, that's not David, <laughs> and that's not David, <laughs> and I'm looking for a red shirt, and I'm looking for a hat, and, and so we're just kind of mingling for like maybe five minutes, and then all of a sudden, I look up in, in the produce, like over in the bakery area. I see this person, but it's like a faded red shirt. I don't know. It was like, you know, I'm like, and then he, he had a ball cap on, and I'm like, oh, that's close enough. I mean, it was kind of pink, right? I mean, it was pink, and I'm like, I don't think that's red, but we'll just go with it, you know what I mean? So I walk up to him, and I'm like, I'm like so how do, you, how do you do this, right? I'm like, so I go up to him, I go, hey, is your name David? <laughs> and, and he looks at me like, how did you know my name? He's like, do you know my dad? And I'm like, no, I don't know your dad. I said, we were just praying and asking God, and... Uh, and I show him my card, and I'm like, you know, I'm, I was looking for somebody with a ball cap and a red shirt and a person named David. The guy's name was obviously David, and he's like freaking out. And then I go, and, um, and I said, the, the, the last thing that the Lord showed me was that you, like, a fear of the future. And he's like, 
oh my gosh, you're not going to believe this. Well, he was a believer, by the way, so this was not a non-believer. He was a believer. He goes, you're not going to believe this, but I'm a senior here at Miami University. I'm getting ready to graduate, and I don't have a job, and I'm like so concerned about my future and what's going to happen. And so we prayed with him right there. You know what I mean? We prayed and um, just blessed him, and he was so encouraged. He just left so encouraged about it, you know, and we were all encouraged too, right? I mean, I don't know about you, but that was just like, oh my gosh, I, that's, oh my gosh. The, the God that we serve is a God that loves us, and he loves for us to experience him, right? And the gifts and the supernatural power of God. I mean, I'm, I'm going in my head like, what's the chances of me picking out a guy with a hat? I mean, I mean, like, what are the statistics? It's like, it's astronomical, the statistical odds of that taking place, right? And, and, and I go right up to the guy, and his name's David. It's just, it blew me away. And it's those kind of things that I know that I know that I know that my Jesus lives and that he's real and that he's in love with every person on the planet. He loves his people. So today I want to talk to you about, we've been in this series on translating God and prophecy and things like that. Specifically, I want to talk to you about words of knowledge. What are words of knowledge, right? The words of knowledge that I just shared with you, shirt, hat, um, name, David, and things like that. Basically, a word of knowledge is information that God has about a person. Now, the thing you've got to understand about words of knowledge, God knows everything. He knows it all. And what he does sometimes for his people because he wants to express the intensity of his love for the people around us. And the way that he does that is he gives us a little nugget about that person. And he says, I, basically he's saying, I see you. I know what you're going through. And I want to love on you. And that's basically what he did with David that, that, that day. And that's what he wants to do in words of knowledge. So he sometimes shares with us. And he gives us images and he gives us pictures and he gives us words. And we share that with people. And what God's doing is he's saying, I love you. I see you. And I want to have an intimate relationship with you. So words of knowledge are so cool, right? They're so cool in terms of the expression of love. Now, it's interesting about the revelatory gifts because in Matthew chapter 10, Jesus sends out the apostles. He says, heal the sick, raise the dead, cast out demons. Freely you've been given, freely. He does all these things, but it's interesting that he doesn't say anything about the revelatory gifts, which I think is really interesting. And then when the day of Pentecost comes, the apostles are filled with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit comes and lives inside. He comes to live inside, indwell every one of us on the day of Pentecost. And it's the indwelling Holy Spirit, right, that is the result of the releasing of the revelatory gifts. The, when I talk about the revelatory gifts of prophecy and words of knowledge, words of wisdom and things like that. And so the thing about that that is so, we need to look inside because he's living inside of us, all right? So we need to look inside, and we're going to talk about that. How do we receive words of knowledge, and then how do we give them? So we need to look inside, not from outside, and that, the, that, these, that these words of knowledge flow out of intimacy. As we get to know the Father's heart, as we get more intimate with who God is and his love for us, it's out of that intimate place. That, that personal relationship that we have with him, that these words flow. And the thing that, to note is, is that each one of us is different. Each one of us has a unique personal relationship with the Father. And because of that, these words come in different ways for different people. And so we can't cookie-cutter the Holy Spirit. Like, this is how it works. I'm going to give you some ideas for you and areas for you to look, but it's going to be different for every, 
every person because we have this personal, intimate relationship with him. What you need to do is learn, how does Holy Spirit want to speak to me? How does he want to download? How does he want to release these words into my spirit so that I can share them? But the key thing is, is don't look outward, look inward. And the thing I would tell you is that this is, this is the inheritance of every believer. This is the inheritance of every believer. All of us get to play. It's our favorite phrase here at the Vineyard. All of us get to play, right? All of us here get to play. The, the only ingredient that the Lord gives us is eagerly desire the spiritual gifts. If you eagerly desire, if he tells you, if, if, the, if, the, if I came to Jonathan, I said, Jonathan, eagerly desire something, and I, I, whatever it is that I put out there for him. You know, I'm, I'm saying that to him because I expect he's going to get it, right? If he eagerly desires it, it will take place. And it's the same thing with our Heavenly Father, right? If he tells us to eagerly pursue something, he knows that we're, as we eagerly pursue it, it's going to happen. So why are the gifts so important? They're important because they, the words of knowledge express to people the heart of the Father concerning significance and intimacy. Our mission statement says that, that we are discipling a, a, an ecclesia, a people, right? An ecclesia, a church of passionate lovers of Jesus, walking daily in the power, presence, and love of the Holy Spirit, destroying the works of the devil by doing the same miraculous works Jesus did. This is huge because how is a city transformed? How is a city transformed? It's not transformed by having a great, cool church service. Let me just tell you, that's not how you transform a city. You transform a city by a people group that goes out in the power of the Holy Spirit and every encounter with every person is a kingdom opportunity for the love of the Father to be released to the people around us. When we're raising up this army of people, everyone playing, everyone moving in the power and the presence and love of the Holy Spirit. And words and knowledge are an awesome way to express the heart of, of the Father, the love of the Father to the people around us. So words of knowledge can come like, they can be of, uh, you know, we were talking about it's, it's, it's present or past things that have happened with people. They can be a person's name, it can be a place, it can be a phone number, it can be significant dates, past events, addresses, family members, things like that. I'm going to share with you a few of the things. The things I would say about words of knowledge is, is when I look for words of knowledge, like my, where I'm kind of at with words of knowledge is they come, they're really simple. I haven't gotten a phone number yet. I'm excited. I want to get a phone number, right? And I want to share that with somebody. I want to get real specific details. But all I can say is just be simple. Just be simple. Let it flow where whatever the Lord gives you, just be faithful to deliver those things. So in Acts chapter 27, Paul says something, because I really want to focus on, we talked about what is a word of knowledge, why is it significant, and then how, uh, how do we actually function and move in words of knowledge. But in 27, Paul says this, he said, Now when much time had been spent and sailing was now dangerous because the fast was already over, Paul advised them, saying, Men, I perceive that this voyage will end in disaster. Paul says, I perceive, right? He was perceiving. I love that word perceive because it's not, not like he got a word or an angel showed up. It's just that he had a sense, he had, a, he had, a, he had an impression that think, this wasn't going to turn out good, right? And he was right. I mean, he was absolutely right. 
And that's sometimes how the Holy Spirit works. That's why I want to encourage you about these, this, this experiencing of words of knowledge and, and, and things like that. Is sometimes it's just a nudge. It's just a quick thought. It's, it's an impression. You know what I mean? Uh, that's why the phrase that I like to use is, is it's an impression. But, um, but anyways, they, they, it's, not like, it's not like the heavens open, right? And an angel comes down and he delivers you the word of knowledge. I mean, that's not it at all, okay? That's not my, my experience. And everyone that I've ever known about that, it's not like that at all either, right? It's just a simple nudge or a simple impression that um, directs us and in, in in, in downloads to us. Uh, what the Father's heart is for an individual. So how do we receive? How do we receive these words of knowledge? So I want you to remember this. This is a really important acronym. Ra-ta-ta. Can you say that with me? Ra-ta-ta. Come on, say it louder. Ra-ta-ta. There you go. Ra-ta-ta. R-A-T-T. Right? It could be rats. I don't know. Whatever. It's just, just trying to help you out. So These four things, relax, ask, okay, tune in, and then test. Relax, ask, tune in, and test, okay? So the first one is relax, and this is so important. I mean, you got, we got to unplug. When I I started, the gifts of the Spirit, I was just like, oh, this is for an elite. When I first got saved, this is for an elite group of people, and they fast and pray all the time, Right? And that, you know what I mean? It was like they, the, they, they had this like so close because they spent so much time with the Lord and all this kind of stuff. And you know what I mean? I didn't get words or anything like that. Was because, that was my picture of what it, it took to get. And that's why I didn't get words or anything like that was because, you know, I, I wasn't spending hours a day doing it. And, and I'm just telling you, one of John Wimber's favorite lines was they would say, how how, I mean, what do you do to prepare for these, like, incredible Holy Spirit moments and things like that? He says, well, I eat a Diet Coke and a bag of potato chips. That's the recipe, a Diet Coke and a bag of potato chips. Because he was trying to unplug this religious mindset, right? He was trying to unplug it, and I, I just want to unplug that religious mind. Just relax. Holy Spirit is in you. Don't be nervous about that. It's a reality, Learn to just function and, and, and go, you know, this, this is, it's a part of who you are. It's, it's, your, it's the DNA of being a born again, right, a new creation of Jesus Christ. So we just need to relax. The, 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 you know, just think about it. How many times do you, do you, like, get words or things from, you know, these things from God or you experience him and it's like in the shower? Why? Because you're there. You're relaxed, Right? Sometimes we're like, oh, Lord, give me a word for somebody, please. You know what I mean? Like, that's, no, that doesn't work. I'm just telling you, just relax. Just relax, right? And let him just speak. It's not you, and it's not how, you working up something. It's the actual power of God being released in your surroundings, okay? So relax. The second thing is we relax. We ask, okay? We ask. God, what are the things I like to pray and ask God for? You know, it says eagerly pursue spiritual gifts. We talked about that earlier. So when we ask, we relax, and then we say, God, what do you want to do? What, do you, what are your thoughts for this person? Right? What are their prayers? What are their desires? How do you see this person? And we, I ask God questions. I like to ask God questions. Okay, so we relax, and then we ask. The third step 
is that we tune in, right? We need to tune in, right? How do we tune in? Like, it's kind of like dialing on your, on your um, radio channel, right? If you're not at the right channel, you can't really hear what the, it's all garbly goop. But once you tune in, right, then you can actually hear what Holy Spirit is saying and doing. So what do we want to tune into? The first thing we want to tune into is our thoughts, okay? Our thoughts. What's God just putting in you? Remember the story that I shared with you? Um, a lot of times God just gives me these thoughts or these quick nudges of things. I was, on a, um, I was out at night watch, and this was like when I just started to, to um, you know, move in the power of the Holy Spirit and some things, and I started desiring these words of knowledge in my heart, okay? And I tell you these stories because I just want to encourage you. I just want you to be encouraged in this and the reality of who God is and the Holy Spirit and his presence in our lives. And so I was out on the park bench, and I said, Lord, I saw these three young ladies, and they were waiting for the bus. And I was like, Lord, what, what would you say to these girls, or what, would you want, what was your heart for them? And the word just pops in my head, brother. And so I walk up to them, and I said, I said to them, I, knowing that there was something going on with their brother, so I said, does one of you have a brother that's going through a difficult situation? I, just walk, I said, excuse me, I get you know, like these impressions. Does one of your brother have something going on? And one of them was like, yes. That's my brother. And I was like, wow. I was like, okay, can, I, can we pray? And they all like, yes. So they all grabbed hands, in the four of us, and we prayed for her brother, right? And again, that was just, the, the, it was awesome because they got to experience an expression of Father's heart, not John Richter. All I was was the delivery person. All I was was the male person that just said, here, Holy Spirit has a gift for you. Here it is. He wants to touch. He wants to do something amazing in your brother's life, Right? And so we have to tune into the thoughts. So just, you know what I mean? It's just, a lot of times, it's just the first thought that comes into your head. It's not something that you create. It's not something that you manufacture. You just relax and ask, and then Holy Spirit gives you thoughts. And you run with those, okay? There's a lot of examples of these. Jesus, how did, do you remember the story of Zacchaeus? And Jesus was like, Zacchaeus, right? How did he get that name? How did he know Zacchaeus, Right? Holy Spirit spoke to him. He saw this man up in the tree, and he said his name was, obviously he had a thought, Zacchaeus. And so he says, Zacchaeus, come on down. I want to have lunch with you today. I want to eat with you. I want to spend some time with you. And of course, he was like, whoa, what was that? Right? And so, and tune in to your thoughts. The second thing that you need to tune into is your imagination. Pictures in your mind's eye. Um, a, a great example of this was Jesus in, in uh, 1 John he was talking with Nathaniel, and he said, Nathaniel says, how do you know me? And Jesus answered and said, before Philip called you when you were under the fig tree, I saw you. Jesus said, I saw you, right? We could, I mean, he, the, the Holy Spirit showed Jesus a picture of Nathaniel underneath the fig tree. And when he spoke that, Nathaniel was like, oh my gosh, you're the Christ. <laughs> That's how Nathaniel responded. So anyways, this, the, uh, we have to, Tune in to our minds, our, our imagination. The Holy Spirit loves to download to us pictures of what he's doing. I had an interesting experience of this when I was praying for people um, back at the vineyard in Hamilton, and there was this young lady we were praying for. And not, we weren't getting any breakthrough. Nothing was going on, and it was kind of dry and everything. And so I'm just kind of praying, and we're praying, and I shut my eyes just for a moment. And I saw in my mind's eye this little girl in a closet crying and weeping like kind of curled up in a ball kind of a random picture 
So I thought, well, I'm not nothing to lose. I'm just going to try it, right? So I say to the young lady, I said, hey, I see this little girl crying in a closet wrapped up. She was like, and she said, that was me. I mean, it just like she started weeping and crying because that was her. There was a fight or something in her family, and she remembers the instance, and we prayed it through. And there was breakthrough all of a sudden because Holy Spirit showed up and gave me a word of knowledge. We were here at Holy Spirit night this past week, it wrapped up in a, in a ball. And another way that this worked, we were here at Holy Spirit night this past week, and a lot of times when it comes to healing, if I shut my eyes or just for a moment, I'll see like a body. You know how like you see, you know, the, the body on a... I don't know, like a diagram of a body, and all of a sudden a part of the body will highlight or it'll turn red or it'll turn a change of color. We were doing that the other night, and um, I saw somebody's eye. I saw the eye, like on the body, I could saw the silhouette of a person, and the person's eye was like red, and I was like, oh, okay. So I said, does anyone have any issues with eye? There are three people that we prayed for that night had issues with eye. The Holy Spirit wanted to bring breakthrough on that, so... We have to tune in, right, to first our thoughts, second our imagination, our, our, the picture in our mind's eye. The third thing that we need to tune in is our body, our physical body itself. A lot of times the Lord brings words, and I don't have this too, too often. I mean, some people have this kind of thing all the time, but I, I've had it a couple times where maybe like my ankle will start hurting randomly, right? So when I'm talking about your physical body, I'm like, any kind of pains or sensations going on in your physical body, Okay. So check your body out and see, maybe, Lord, and you're like, you're feeling something, you're like, that's not normal, like it's an ache or a sensation or something, right? That could be a word of knowledge. Maybe you got, all of a sudden you got a pain in your back and somebody's back is hurting in the room, right? That could be potentially a, um, a, a word. And the last area, so we have, we have thoughts, we have imagination, we have your body, and then the fourth area to be sensitive to is your emotions, like you, sometimes you walk into a room, I think of when Jesus would say, he perceived their thoughts. Do you remember that when, the, when the, uh, he healed somebody and there was, uh, it was in um, Matthew chapter 9. It says, but Jesus, knowing their thoughts, said, why do you think these evil thoughts in your hearts? That word that perceive, the, the word that he, it's, excuse me, knowing there is actually to perceive. It's like to sense something. He sensed their judgment. He sensed the judgment of these uh, Pharisees in the room. And, it's, and sometimes we can walk into a room and we just feel something. We feel judgment. We feel depression. Somebody's struggling with depression. We feel that depression. Or we feel anxiety. Or we feel, or it can be a positive thing too. We can feel like, like I'm, I've been around people and I'll just feel joy. And I'm like, oh, that's the Lord's pleasure towards that person. And I'll just feel joy towards that person. I'll just say, man, I just feel like God is so joyful over you. So tune in to your emotions. Tune into the, the, the emotional atmosphere around you. All right, so we got relax, ask, okay? Tune in, and then the last, this is where the rubber meets the road is. You got to test it. You got to get out and test it, right? You got to test the word. You got to test it. We get these words, we just got to, you know, and, and let me say this. We, we you know, I, we, God loves you. He loves me. He loves to be with me. He loves to move. I, 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 when I started getting words like this, I'd go, Lord, give me words. And I'd start getting words, and I'd be like, <gasps> and I wouldn't share the word. 
And I'd be like, oh, God, he's never going to forgive me. I'm never going to get a word again. You know what I'm saying? And you know what I mean? That kind of, that's not grace. That's not the love of the Father. He understands. I mean, we need to be faithful to share the words when we get them. But I'm just saying that, man, he is so loving. He's so caring. And he's patient. He's so patient with us. So when I test a word, how do I test a word? How do I give a word? Right? Or how do I, if I have something, how do I do it? A lot of times I do it with a question. You know, you don't have to say, thus saith the Lord, your back is broken and God wants to heal it, or something like that. You know, I mean, that's not, that's stupid. <laughs> we don't do that. I go, I go, hey, how you doing? Good. Is your back bothering you at all? Yeah, it is. Well, can I pray for it? You know what I mean? And it was like, how did you know that? Well, the Lord shared it with me, right? I, we were at night watch this past time, and I had two backs. Two backs got healed. Two backs got healed. And the Lord showed me, it was just a thought. It was just a, uh, I walk up to this person, back. I mean, I'm just saying, I get this random thought, back. And I just say, I just go up to him, I say, hey, could, is your back bothering you? Yeah, how'd you know that? God, because God showed it to me. He showed me your backs. And, and we prayed, prayed, and in both situations, they had relief from any kind of back pain, which was awesome. It was so exciting. So I like to use this phrase, um, Kim and I, I've been learning this. I got this from uh, another vineyard pastor named Brian Blount. And it's like, I, I get these impressions. So the one thing about, you just need to know, is that, man, we got to unplug any kind of religious perspective on this, right? I mean, you, I, I'll tell you what, I prophesy over people all the time, and no, they don't even know. They don't even know it's God. I just say, I perceive, or I see in you this, Right? And so let's unplug the religious stuff, right? Let's make this real. Let's make this about experiencing the love of the Father, okay? And so what I say to people a lot of times is I say, um, I'll say, I, I have this impression. I get these impressions sometimes. And I shared this with a young lady. Kim and I were at Ruby Tuesdays. And the Lord started, I was like, Lord, give me a word for our, our waitress. And he gave me a word. And I was like, Awesome. And so I said, I get these impressions. Would it be okay if I shared it with you? And she's like, yeah, sure. And I started sharing that word with her. And I started, the Lord showed me that she was an awesome, amazing friend, that that was one of her gifts, that she, and she, was a, she had this servant's heart. And, man, I, you could see the, her, her, she started, like, her uh, tears were, you know, coming up in her eyes, and I just blessed her, and it was just, it was an awesome, cool situation. So you need to test them. Just ask people questions around you. Just it, no harm, no foul. Okay, let me just tell you this. I, I have had, who has, who, raise your hand if you've had, you thought you got a word uh, and you missed it. And you failed a word. Awesome. Missed it. Okay. I don't know. I was out on Night Watch one night. We were doing Green Beer Day with Chris Marsman and he and I were out in the streets. And I was like, Lord, um, give me, I want words today. I want words for people. And I was like seeking, I was desiring, and I was, and I went up to the first person, wrong. Second person, wrong. Third person, wrong. And I was like, holy cow. I, I'm done with the words, God. I'm done with the words, you know what I'm saying? And fourth person I go up to, and the Lord goes, knee. And I'm like, oh. you know, I'm just like, oh. And I'm like, okay, your knee. Is, is there something wrong? And it was your right knee. And I go, and the guy goes, yeah. My right knee's bothering me. And I prayed, instantly healed. The guy was like, man, that feels good. That feels awesome. I was like, that's so good. Right? It's so awesome. So this is the thing. If it's not about you, then we don't care if we miss it. If it's about you, 
if it's about you and not about him, then when we miss it, right, we get all upset inside, right? Because it's, it's that pride, right? That pride, like, oh my gosh, how we get it wrong and all that kind of stuff. But when it's not about us, it doesn't matter. We can miss 10 words and then the 11th one's fine, right? And it's exciting for that 11th one, right? Or that fourth one or whatever. So, to, so when we test, ask them questions, use the phrase, I sometimes get impressions. The, th- the thing that I, I'm growing in is, I, and I need to follow this up, is when people, when you do this in public, in public situations, just remind them that it's not you, it's Jesus. Jesus gave, you the, gave me that word for you, right? Just say, hey, Jesus loves you, and that's why he gave me that word for you. So you got to test. So we got to relax, ask, tune in, and then test. We're going to do a, 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 a I'm going to ask Sarah Beth. She's really good at this. And I wanted her to do an exercise with us. She's going to walk us through some things here. And I'm just going to turn it over to her. She, we're going to actually practice getting in tune with these different aspects. Okay, everyone's getting nervous. They're like, okay, I don't know how this is going to work. But anyways, she's going to walk us through this, and, and uh, it'll be fun. All right, so why don't you guys stand up? I was going to let him stay. Hi. You guys can stand up since he said that. I was going to let you say stay. Um, I'm Sarah Beth. Uh, I don't know if we haven't met. I just do some behind-the-scenes the stuff here. But basically, we're just going to do an activity. It's really easy. Um, I do it at a kid's camp over the summer. So if they can do it, you can do it. Um, Basically, I just need everybody to close your eyes. Don't worry, it's not, it's not anything to be scared about. Okay, now everyone, imagine an apple. Everybody got their apple? Great. Now everyone, um, tell me, or like, just shout out the color of your apple. Great. Okay, where is the apple? Can you, you can shout it out, in the kitchen? Okay, it could be on a tree. Me on a table. Great. Okay, now open your eyes. Great. Good job. Good job. Um, can you still see that apple? Great. So everybody can still imagine that apple even with their eyes open. Cool. Now we're going to close our eyes again and we're going to imagine the word apple. We all got the word. We can see the letters. Great. Now open your eyes. Imagine the word apple again. Still see the letters. Cool. Now, can you say apple to yourself, but not out loud? Everybody said it? Like, great. Cool. Okay, so this is literally the whole exercise. You guys can sit down. (laughs) Did not need to stand up. You're good. Basically, the whole point of that is that these are the different ways that we, the, the Holy Spirit can speak to us and the Lord can speak to us. Essentially, the whole idea is that it's natural and that it's just an extension of your relationship with the Lord because you have intimacy and you have an ex- like a relationship with the Lord. And so the way the Lord speaks to you is just going to be a, an extension of that. And it's going to be unique just like your relationship. And I think that was like the biggest thing for me um, when I was learning how to do this, when I was learning prophecy and just gifts of the Holy Spirit, I was like, 
I felt like it had to look like everyone else, and it doesn't have to look like everyone else because your relationship with the Lord doesn't look like everybody else's. And so that was just a huge thing for me, and it's something that um, we just need to like remember because everybody got a different color, right? Or people got different colors. And your apple could have just been singular or it could have been like in a place. And so the way that we see the Lord um, can be through all of those different things that we just like did. It could be through that thought um, that you had when you said apple in your mind. Um, it could be like with your eyes open, you still see something in your imagination or with them closed. Um, it can be seeing a word on something or like a word in your mind. Um, so basically, that's just the whole exercise. But I would just encourage you that um, this is just an extension of your relationship with Jesus, and it's going to look unique, and it's going to be unique. Um, and all we have to do is ask, and it's gonna, it's supposed to be just natural and very, like, naturally supernatural, and everybody gets to play. So, like, we don't have to think that, like he said earlier, we don't have to think that because I haven't done this, this, or this, or I'm not quite here in my walk with the Lord, like, I can't hear from the Lord, um, and I can't get words of knowledge. Um, this is just, like, when we hear from the Lord, it can be for us and it can be for other people. And um, so words of knowledge is just a way that that happens. Um, so I think that's, that's all I have. As the worship team comes up, I would just say that, like, right now, if you have, if you have a desire to grow in this, um, it comes from relationship with the Lord. It comes from intimacy. Um, so I think that the more we practice the better we get at it, which is really exciting because another like really freeing um, experience I had was like when I was taking Sockham and there was just such an open environment to fail. And I was like, oh, <laughs> like it's not that big of a deal. The, the worst thing that can happen is someone just say like, oh no, that's not, that doesn't really make sense. But um, it's just practice and it's about practice and knowing yourself and knowing the Lord um, and just coming from a place of that. So I'm gonna turn it over to the worship team. Thanks, guys.